Jesus said to the disciples, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, Do not resist an evildoer. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your coat, give your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go also the second mile. Give to everyone who begs from you, and do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the righteous and on the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So today is our last Sunday of looking at the sermon on the Mount. Next week is Transfiguration Sunday, and then we move to Ash Wednesday and, and right into Lent. So throughout this month, I have looked at the Sermon on the Mount from Jesus, and I think this, is, this sermon really gives us the keys on how we all can live a blessed life. We first looked at how God loves us, how God lifts up the poor in the morning and the meek and the hungry, how God promises to be there with us even during the most desperate times of our lives. And then we received our identity from Jesus. How he says, you are the light of the world, you are the salt of the earth. Let your light shine so others may see your good works and give glory to God. Then we learned how important it is for us to be in relationship with one another and in relationship with God. How our relationships matter to God. And when we come to church, we don't come to earn God's favor for a place in God's kingdom. Because that's already been given to us. So we have this blessing from God. We have our identity from God. We have this idea how our relationships matter and, and how we need to be in relationship with God and one another. So the question is, what do we do with all of this? Is it possible for us to live this way? And why does it matter? Well, to live a blessed and abundant life, we spend time in conversation with God and one another, and we discern together, we pray together, we think things through together on how we can live God's call to us, not only in our individual lives, but our life as a community of faith. We work together, even during the difficult times when we need to turn the other cheek, or when we repay evil with good, or we forgive those who try to harm us. Together we live into our God-given identity as blessed and beloved children of God. Together we experience blessings, and then we are empowered and inspired to share this with the rest of the world, which is why all of this matters. There are so many voices in our lives that tell us what is right and what is wrong. There are so many voices that try to pull us in different directions, saying this is what you need to do. 
You need to take this medicine so you feel better. You need to eat this so you look better. You need to use this product so you can be younger. We are told once you use this product or eat this food or take this medicine, then you will be happy and you will have the life that you want. It is then that you can make more money so you can buy more stuff and you can join more clubs and and your schedule will be so full that you don't even have time to breathe or to pray. Then you will be blessed. But God comes into our lives and says, no, you do not need all of this. You do not need to put others down so you can feel lifted up. You do not need to call each other names or discriminate against one another. You do not need to, to lie to feel more powerful or safe. You do not need to eat certain things or take more pills to finally have the life that you want. God says this to us because God says, I am the only thing that you need. Reach out to me and I will make sure you will feel loved and blessed. See, God and Jesus understand how hard it is for us to love rather than hate, to forgive rather than hold a grudge, to embrace rather than to protect, to share rather than hoard, to heal rather than hurt, especially when we live so much of our life wounded. When we experience some sort of hurt or pain in our life, we want to control that. We want to do everything we can to make sure our hurt goes away, to find ways to live our life without pain, anger, or betrayal. I believe if we name our hurts, if we embrace our pains, if we claim our losses, if we give them a name, God will claim them for us. God will take them from us and bring them to the cross. It is then we can turn everything over to God. All of the burdens that we carry in this life. You know, the best way to hand these things over to God, to give them a name, is to pray. You know what is weighing on your heart. You know the pain that you're going through right now. Maybe you've told others about it. Or maybe you're keeping it to yourself. Or maybe you don't even know what it is yet. But if you think about it, if you pray about it, God will put it on your heart. But we all have something. Something is preventing you from living your best life. Something is keeping you from living into your God-given identity. And to find out how we can live into our God-given identity... It begins seeing yourself the way that God sees you. To really believe that through your faith, you can live your best life. To say to yourself, I believe I am God's beloved child. I know that I am called to share God's love with others. And there is nothing holding me back anymore. Not one fear, not one memory, not one hurt, not one resentment. Nothing will keep me from embracing and becoming the person that God wants me to be. You know, when we come to church on a Sunday morning, God does not only want the good in our lives. God does not only want to see us in our Sunday best. God does not want us to only come to give our treasures and then go home. God also wants us to come and lay our hurts at the foot of the cross. To come to the table 
and receive the bread and the wine, the body and blood of Christ. God wants us to be in community with one another and to be in communion with God. St. Augustine once said to his church while presiding at communion, Receive who you are and become what you receive. Receive who you are and become what you receive. If you think about that for a second, every time you come to the altar and receive the bread and the wine, you are receiving the body and blood of Christ. You are coming after you confess your sins, after you hear the word of God, after you pray for the church, the world, and everyone in need, after you share the peace with the people around you. You come to receive the bread and the wine, the body and blood of Christ. And you receive this idea, this this notion that you are claimed and named as God's beloved child. God hears your voice when you cry out, when you confess your hurts and pains. God knows what is on your heart. And when you turn things over to God, it is then that you find it easier to forgive to love, and to help. When you receive the bread and the wine, the body and blood of Christ, you walk away from that experience and you can say to yourself, I am God's beloved child. I am called to share God's love with all people. And there's nothing holding me back anymore. Nothing is holding me back anymore. Not one fear or memory or hurt or resentment. Nothing is keeping me from embracing the person that God wants me to be. It is in today's scripture that we hear the words from God about blessing and and loving and forgiving and establishing a new creation among us, a new creation in the world, in our congregation, in our relationships with one another, in our very lives. We can take that new creation that we experience here in this place We claim it as our own and we can share this new creation with other people. And once we are able to share that, we can invite them ourselves to come and see and experience what we have already experienced. That God comes into our lives. There is power in this space. When we hear the words of forgiveness, when we hear the stories of grace and love, when we pray for people around us, when we we receive the peace from God, and then, and then we taste the goodness of God's love in communion. This is the promise from God, that God will be with us in this life, in our worship, in our hearts, in our homes. So then we can go out into the world And when we experience an eye for an eye, when we need to turn the other cheek or walk that extra mile, we will know that God is there not only walking with us, but carrying us and promising us life and salvation. Amen.